You're listening to the Carterville Church Life Podcast. I love our church family, and I hope that you do too. Our goal is that the episodes of this podcast would keep us connected and focused while we're scattered for our week on missions together. I hope that you're blessed by what you hear today. Hey, church family, welcome back to the podcast. You know, we have used the last week and several of this week's podcasts to highlight a pretty big decision for our church family. Our personnel committee is recommending some major staff changes that we're really excited about. We think God's shown us some realignment steps that will help us use the people that God's brought here to the best of our abilities. And today I want to invite a couple to come and help me share their experience from college ministry into young adulthood and how our emphasis on college ministry can be productive uh, for generations to come. So if you will, on this podcast, let's welcome Abby and Nathan Greer. Good to see you guys. It's good to Thanks be here. Thanks for having us. Yeah, man. Hey, expect, let me, I think I should say this. Not the day that you're listening to the podcast, but the day that we are recording this podcast. Happy birthday, Nathan. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. So your 23rd birthday, and you made time to come in and be a part of the podcast. It's important. Yeah, man. Well, I'm glad to have you. All right, so you guys have a couple other big landmarks in your life recently, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, in the last little bit, we've been able to watch you guys like celebrate your wedding vows and more recently start your family. So tell me a little bit about that, Abby. Why don't you like give me the last year and a half in kind of a quick blur here? Oh, well, the year to, uh, it's a lot. So we got married actually March 14th, right before everything closed down for COVID in 2020. So the first six months of our life was thrown upside down. We actually bounced from se- between several different states uh, just finding work because we were not essential workers for sure. <laughs> um, and then we finally settled here in Petal, got an apartment, started getting a lot more integrated into Carterville again once stuff started opening up, got back in college, and now we uh, are having, we had our boy a uh, month ago. Yeah, September 7th, so just a little over a month. He celebrated his month two days ago. Well, I'm excited for you guys. And for me as a pastor, it means a lot to me that as you guys were bouncing around during COVID, <laughs> trying to decide where to land, you said, let's go back to pedal you know, and let's get plugged back in at Carterville. I love that. You guys plugged in here uh, in your college years, Mm -hmm. and I would love to rewind and just talk about that. So kind of our emphasis for the podcast is going to be on, you know, our college experience, what it's like for college students to come and get connected to our church. I've seen so many college students over the last several years and heard so many great stories from them about what God's doing on their campuses, Mm -hmm. what God's doing in their lives. It's just like, it's really brings a lot of energy, a lot of excitement to me. And I think you guys are great examples of college students who love Jesus, who really got plugged in here. And now as young adults starting your family, I mean, you guys are volunteering, you're leading Sunday school group, you're serving. Every time I look up, you guys are here. Uh, Nathan, you're, you're consistently engaged in the sermons. And I appreciate that. I mean, you're one of those guys that gives me you know, strong feedback um, that I know like this guy is really paying attention to God's word, loves the, loves the scripture. Man, I just, I love you guys. I love your family. Can't say enough good things. But let's dial the clock back. Um, so, you, you know, Nathan, with me being pretty guarded with my words, you grew up on the mission field. You grew up on the other side of the world. Right. Uh, Abby, you grew up in Florida, mm-hmm. uh, right outside Destin. And you guys both came to William Carey for your college years, right? So tell me how you got plugged in at Carterville. What was, what was that the, those early experiences like as y'all were getting plugged in here and finding a church home far from your home? Um, so when I came to... 
Hattiesburg and kind of started looking around. My dad had actually made like this ginormous list of churches that he was like, these are these are good churches. They have really great mission statements. Were we on the acceptable list? You were. Okay, good. Um, to be fair, there was like 30 churches on there. <laughs> so um, everybody, so everybody was. Okay. <laughs> um, but anyway, so I, you know, bounced around for a little bit trying different churches and came to Carterville and I really loved it. But the thing that really made it stand out to me was the fact that the first time that I met both of them, Ben and Jeremy both remembered my name out of like the sea of a billion freshmen that came in and in a church of what, like 500 members or plus. But however. you're awesome, Abby. It's easy to remember. But anyway, it's like that was really crazy to me that in that many people, they actually remembered my name. And especially as they got to know me more, they started to remember things about my life and ask me about like school and college and actually keep up with it um and especially when they did the t-bones coffee days for the college students yeah so that was totally a jeremy thing that was yeah stro loved the you know trying to get to know you guys better and so that was i remember that being like one of the biggest milestones of like i think this is where i found my home and that they take they are very intentional to spend time and resources to make us feel like we are a part of a family um and welcome us home to a church so Awesome. So I came in 2018, and Carterville was the third church that I visited, and I visited on a, uh, actually it was a Wednesday, and same deal as Abby, um, it was a Wednesday night for college, and um, it, it reminded me a lot of home overseas, in that we gathered around, or in the chapel, around the small tables, and um, dove into the Word, and had real deep conversations, and um, made relationships that way. And then Stro, like what Abby said, he just, he cared. Um, and we could tell that through what he said, um, how he interacted with people, how, um, just how loving he was. Um, and so after that, I was, I was sold. Um, especially coming, hearing good preaching and seeing, um, people's hearts being moved um, in, in great ways. And so, yeah. So you guys, like in a lot of ways, I think you're a terrific example, you know, of a young family that's transitioning from college to adulthood. I mean, you've served on mission teams, you volunteer in the church, you guys, you guys really are following Jesus well and making a big impact. Um, you, you're very faithful worshipers and I'm super glad to have you. I'd love to ask you just to kind of reflect back on those college years and help me help me spot a few highlights. What were a couple of the things? I've already picked up a few things, you know, like the, the T-bone coffee days. You know, gather around the word. Um, a, a little bit of an intentional interest in your life, you know, from staff and other leaders. But what were what were a couple of the highlights from those years in college ministry for both of you? Um, there have been so many. It's hard to only come up with one. Yeah. Um, one of the ones more recently, uh, just because it's still fresh on my mind, uh, the night when we were going to the hospital uh, for Abby to be induced, Stro and the kids randomly stopped by the house. Um, and we were within minutes of walking out the door to the hospital. And he just randomly stopped by, didn't know when we were going. Um, and he just told us, we, we just thought of you guys and we wanted to pray for you. Um, we know that the baby's coming soon. And so... Um, that's kind of unrelated. It wasn't in church, but it was Stro reaching out um, in everyday life and how um, he modeled Christ for us in that um, he just wanted to be present in our lives. So 
All right, great. Thanks. That's, for... that's mine. Yeah. Um, so I'll kind of give, I guess, certain instances. Um, he, Stro, and the college ministry, just anybody in uh, working in it, has worked really hard to push the college students to the next stage, um, but also be very involved in their present one. So kind of like mm-hmm. working where you are, but also working towards the future. Um, and I think that was really awesome for both of us. Just Stro really pushed us to be involved in college ministry, but also to lead in college ministry. Uh, actually, one time we were leading worship and we got voluntold <laughs> to lead the worship team and for the got, next year yeah so. and you guys are great worship leaders like i love i love that as a married couple uh you know i love to see you guys up there you know yeah. with, with uh abby with you on your microphone and nathan with you with the microphone and guitar and just watching you guys do your thing I, yeah that's fun for me and so it's always been great just to kind of see him him wanting us to be involved in the life stage but also pushing us to be more involved and to work towards our future he's uh him and Robin especially have been amazing as we went from a dating couple to engaged marriage, have a children and having children. They've been with us every single step and tried to counsel us, mm-hmm. um, both in the church setting, but also inviting us to our home, their home, and just trying to always encourage us to live a life for Christ in our different stages. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. So for us, you know, as a as a personnel committee and as a church, uh, we recognize that the shift in staffing responsibilities that we're proposing. Uh, one of the one of the features for me is the opportunity to capitalize on the momentum that we have in college ministry. You know, we have a lot of great college kids growing up at Carterville that transition from high school and I would love to see them, you know, thrive in church and grow and you know lead us into the next generation of you know, of, of kids following Christ here. We have lots of, of students like you guys who come in from the outside, from the other side of the world or from the other side of the state line mm-hmm. and, you know, in Florida and you know, make a home. And a lot of you are going to move and plug in. But you know, for some college students, we'll have them for two years or four years or five years to make a difference. And for some of them, we, you, know, you guys may make a home here. I mean, who knows what God's going to do next. But I just one of the things that I'm very excited about is the opportunity for us to take advantage of the momentum that we have right now that Christ has created in in college ministry. All the great college students who are trying to follow Jesus, people like you guys who are leading. Um, you guys were in were, were in Chris and Jana's Sunday school class last year. Uh, you know, I think Patrick and Molly Culpepper, you know, helping lead that class. Now you guys are leading a group. There's so many excellent people in and around college ministry. It's really neat for me to watch. And so um, as we get closer to October 31st and you know, to the to voting on the recommendation from our personnel committee, I just want to kind of shed a light on one example of college students who came here, got plugged in, and you guys are just blessing our socks off. So thanks a ton for what you're doing. Let me know how we can support or encourage you. Thanks for being a part of this podcast. You know, as we kind of wrap up, uh, I just want to encourage you guys with, with, with this. Like, as, as I see you guys as an example, I would love for you to just leave college students with a word, right? So now that y'all are kind of on the other side of it, right? You guys are, you know, all, you know, quote unquote, you're all grown up, you're starting your family, you're, you know, your college is in the rear view mirror. Mm-hmm. What are your words to college freshmen, to college sophomores who are searching for church home, who are just getting started in their, in their identity formation in the college experience? Looking back, looking back, what are your words to them? We'll end the podcast with that. Um, no pressure here. Right, no, right. Right. no pressure, but I mean, we're just... Uh, you got some? Go for it, go Abby. Um, so I would say the biggest thing is be open for opportunities and for the Lord to show you where to go. Because 
I mean, some people come into college not knowing what they want to do. Other people come into college knowing everything they want to do. Um, and both can kind of be really tricky to navigate. Uh, I was someone who came to college with every idea of, yeah. I knew exactly what the next 10 years of my life was going to look like. And I will tell you now, <laughs> it looks like none of that. Yeah, it changed a ton, right? Um, <laughs> literally everything about what I thought my life would look like has changed. Yeah. Um, and it's been beautiful to see it along the way because it all came from just being like surrendering my life and saying, okay, Lord, this isn't really what I thought was going to happen. Um, but this person is kind of pushing me in this direction. And I, I think it's a good idea. You know, Stro did a lot of that. Uh, teachers at Cary who really encouraged me to like pursue different talents. Um, even things like my husband encouraging me to, you know, be open to serving in different ways um, and to stretch your comfort zone because it's really amazing how God can work in your life when you're open to yeah, letting him lead. <laughs> that's a good word. The pressure of trying to figure out what you're going to do for the rest of your life yeah. uh, seems to define so much of people's anxiety in their college experience. And like just listening to your words, I'm kind of inspired to think about what it looks like to take up your cross, die to yourself, and even to sacrifice for those kids who know exactly what they want to do, to be willing to say, all right, Jesus, this is what I want. And if it's what you want, I'm down. But if it's not what you want, then I lay it on the altar. It's yours. I surrender to you. Mm -hmm. Show me the better path. And for kids who come in as a blank slate saying, I've got to get a college degree, but I have no idea what I want right. to do. You know, that they would come in and look at the Lord and say, okay, I'm, I want to be obedient. That's all I want. You, mm -hmm. tell me, you tell me what to do. Your plans, not my plans. I'm open. It's pretty neat. So what I, what I would say to college folks is, um, well, two things. One, um, be faithful where God's placed you. Um, a lot of times we want to look at years down the road and sometimes neglect um, the people right around us today. Um, and so that would be one thing to, and Stroh's done a lot in, in helping me see this, is uh, be faithful to the people that God's put you around today. Um, you don't know what will come down the road, but, but love them well. Um, another thing would be uh, filter everything through, through a filter of how, how can I expand the kingdom of God? Um, what are things that I can do to equip myself and also um, push others to become more like Jesus and um, to live a life that honors Him. And I, and I think that um, just sometimes being faithful in the little things, you know, being faithful in a little, you'll be faithful in much. Um, so that would be one thing that... You've, you've got me thinking about the parable of the stewards where Jesus says, you know, you've been faithful in a few things, I'll put you in charge of many things. Mm -hmm. And... Um, you know, I remember in my college experience, there was the temptation to try to reverse that. There's a temptation to look up and say, hey, since I'm not in charge of a lot of stuff, this is not important. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to be super faithful. You know, in other words, you'd say, I'm a student. I don't have a, I don't have my forever job. You know, I mean, I, I'm not married. And you're tempted to look up and say, this is a bracket of my life where it's not as important. I'll just do what I want to do. Mm -hmm. And I think that's not true. I, I mean, I, I look up and I strongly believe that the the words of Jesus in that parable, you, know, you were faithful in a few things, I'll put you in charge of many things, that those speak straight into the college experience. Mm -hmm. To say, be faithful to the friends that God's given you, the studies that God puts in your way, the small jobs that lead to the next job. You know, but be faithful. That that part of your life is not a waiting room. Like that part of your life, you're that's it. That's You're serving Jesus. You're growing in Christ. 
good work. Hey, I love both of you. Thanks for being a part of the podcast. And Nathan, happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you.